Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You, a friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy Year. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. Well, the other podcast has gone out already <laughs> after New Year. This is our first one recording in the New Year. Oh yes. 2023. Yeah, indeed. As I live and breathe. Did you have a good Christmas? I did. Did you? I did. did Got you ha- several friends' gifts. Oh, yes. Some Ross cookies. Oh, I got some Phoebe cookies. Uh, friends Trivial Pursuit. Oh. oh. Well, maybe you could ask me a little question on Series 7. Series 7. As that is where we are. So, yeah. We are doing our season highlights, and we're on season seven now. Whipping through them. I know. So, snake style, it's your turn to choose. So, I'm going to ask you a question from the official Trivial Pursuit Friends edition. Lovely stuff. Not sponsored, but could be. Could be, if they want to. So, I've got a question here. It's actually season six and seven. Okay, fine. So, it could be from either of those. Okay. I'll ask you the question. Yes, and our listeners at home can think too what the Ooh, answer might be. They can join in. And then I'll give the answer at the end. Okay, I'll give my guess and you tell me whether I'm right or wrong at the end. At the end. Okay. So the question we're setting today in this new feature. Yes, Trivial new feature. Pursuit, Trivial Pursuit Friends, new feature, new feature. New feature, new feature. 2000 and... What? What? <laughs> <laughs> the year. 23? Yeah, yeah, that's the trouble. You don't say 2003. <laughs> yeah, you set yourself off on the wrong foot there. 2023, new feature. New feature. We really should have started this at the beginning of the, of the series of the podcast. Uh, but oh, well. Such is the way. I didn't know you were going to get me a true <laughs> pursuit of friends. You know. So the question is, from season six and seven, who recommends to Ross that he should start his guest university lecture off with a joke? Find out the answer at the end. Ooh, that's a tricky one. Okay, you've got, you've okay. got time got, to think got about got it. Thinking time. We're doing the highlights and season seven highlight, and it's your turn, Snake Style. So, would you like to say what sort of things you were thinking right. when you looked at the season seven list? Sure, I wasn't thinking very much because I think it's slim pickings for season seven. Oh right. Putting that out there. We'll see what you think when it's time your time to pick. Yeah, I don't really remember much about season seven, I have to say. So we've only had two season seven um, episodes in the podcast so far. Right, not many then. Not many. Holiday Armadillo and uh, the one with Joey's Award. Ah, right. Holiday Armadillo, a highlight. One of the best. I mean, I can't really remember what else happens in Joey's Award one. No, it says spot um, Ross spots Chardner sneaking out of a male strip club. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. No, I don't really remember that. Oh, well. Yes, but even though there's loads to pick from, I still was struggling a little. Mm. Gotta be honest. But you said to me beforehand you knew which one I was going to pick. Yeah. Was, were, were you right? I was right, yeah. because this is one of the ones I mostly associate with you, not only in season seven, but in the whole of Friends. <laughs> Just always makes me think of you and how much you like this episode. I do. So I've gone for season seven, episode 11, the one with all the cheesecakes.
Yes, of course you have. Of course you have. I knew you would. It's one of my faves. We'll see if it is still is at the end. Well, yes, whether, that's true. Whether it stands up to a rewatching. Mm. So, would you like to give us a little summary? I would. You're not going to be happy with this. Uh, <laughs> Chandler and Rachel pig out on a neighbour's cheesecake that was mistakenly delivered to Chandler. They feel bad, but not quite guilty enough to refrain from eating a second one that has also been wrongly delivered. That's it. That's it. Oh, come on. <laughs> They're trolling us now. That is stupid. Pig out, also pig out. Yeah, and also it's quite a sort of detailed summary of, of that, that storyline. Yeah, that one storyline. <laughs> so, shall we start? Let us start. At the beginning. It's a very good place to start or something. Not, not the, the coffee, coffee house. house. Yes, once again, not the <laughs> coffee house. In fact, Monica and Chandler's apartment. Well, yes, is that yeah, it's their yes. apartment now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did all that in the last season. Oh, the ones we picked in the yes. last season. So Chandler's there on his own. He's scoffing a cheesecake. A lovely bit of cheesecake. A giant whole cheesecake out of the box. Yeah. Now, would you say... Now, I feel like we had cheesecake discussion before. Yeah. There's obviously two types of cheesecake. The... Name those two types. <laughs> Twice baked. Yeah. And non, non-baked. <laughs> Just cheesecake. <laughs> yes. So this looks sort of quite souffle to me. Yeah, this so are looks... we saying that is this the baked one? Yes, yes. I think this looks like the tw- twice. But then, um, uh... but we don't bake our cheesecakes anyway, so so only so it could be once baked. Oh yeah, that's true. Is it just baked or non-baked? That's the idea I get. But I think oh, you can right. have twice baked as well. So I don't know what they're Am doing. I think of soufflés. Yes, maybe you're thinking of soufflés <laughs> potentially. Though later on, she talks about a crumb base. Mm. And I sort of think, well, that sounds more like the cheese, you know, your classic non-baked cheesecake. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It turns out I don't really know anything about cheesecake. Uh, do you like, would you say you like a cheesecake? No. No. We're never ordering that when it's on there at a pudding. And it's often on the pudding list, isn't it? Yes. It's always really annoying. It's like, no, I don't want cheesecake. It's cold. Well, that's the thing, though. I am thinking of the classic non-baked cheesecake. I don't think I've ever tried a baked cheesecake. Oh, no, I don't think I have. We don't really have them in this country, do we? Do we not? Well, I've never seen one on a menu. No, I suppose not. Tell you what you do like, which to me is a cheesecake by any other name. Banoffee pie. Banoffee pie. I knew you were going to say that, yeah. I'm the same. I'm guilty as well. But I say I don't like cheesecake and I love a banoffee pie. i tell you what banoffee pie hasn't got in it. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell you what it has got in it. Bananas? Bananas. <laughs> Toffee? Lovely Dolce de Leche. Mm. That's the best bit. Yeah, I mean, that's really what you're getting the banoffee pie, isn't it? Do you remember in Ask, the Italian restaurant, we used to have banoffee pie, and yeah, that top bit, is the cheesecake bit, yeah. is just cream. Yeah. Solid cream. Solid cream. But that is that is what banoffee pie is, isn't it? Well, yeah. Just solid cream, <laughs> solid biscuit. Bit of bit of fruit and loads of <laughs> that delicious stuff. It is good, but if you're gonna have a cheesecake, what flavour? Uh, what flavours do they do? Malteser? What? That's a bit <laughs> out of left field. <laughs> what flavour? You know, like vanilla. Um, yeah, Maltesers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is a problem. You get vanilla and then you stall. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any. 
<laughs> there is just vanilla cheesecake. Because you don't have a chocolate cheesecake, do no, you? No, that's what I was going to do next. But it's strange, to leap, strange to leap to Maltese and cheesecake. <laughs> that makes me think you've seen Maltese yes. and cheesecake. Right. Well, I've seen ones with Maltesers on top. Oh, right. I don't actually know what's happening underneath. Oh. Well, just look up classic cheesecakes, I suppose. A classic cheesecake. I think, yeah, just vanilla. Because this one looks sort of like a souffléed vanilla. Yeah, to this me. didn't look like it had. I mean, what classic cheese scones? They didn't mention. Uh, didn't mention a flavour, did they? No, they didn't. Oh yeah, this looks. This definitely doesn't look like the one they're eating. Doesn't. No. Oh, that that one looks quite like it. Yeah, that sort of uh, where it's almost like a moussey texture yeah, to it. Yeah, not so dense. Well, maybe that is what cheesecake is supposed to be. Maybe we just have bad ones in the UK. <laughs> a bad cheesecake. A cake of cheese. Well, anyway, Chandler's there, scoffing his face. Well, he says how delicious it is. So he, he's eating it, and then Rachel comes in. Yeah. And says, oh, that is delicious cheesecake. And I start thinking, why are you, if it's so delicious, why are you taking such small spoonfuls? What, are you just thinking of going like this, hom, in well, one? I think you go, in a big... <laughs> You know, big Savouring old... it. Have you ever heard of savouring mm. something you like? It looked to me very much like <laughs> Matthew Perry didn't really want to eat very much of it. <laughs> no, well, I suppose. I mean, how many times did you have to film that scene? <laughs> how much cheesecake are you having to eat? Dolloping right bits of big bits of cheesecake in your mouth. Um, but yeah, he wants Rachel to try it, get here, get here in on the action. I thought you were going to say if you liked it so much, you wouldn't offer it to someone else. Oh, yeah, interesting. That's the mistake he makes. Yeah, well, it is the mistake he makes in the end. But he sort of shoves it in her mouth, which is a bit rude. That's one of the, that's one of the sort of no no no's like don't tickle people, yes. don't pick people up, don't shove things in people's mouths. Because <laughs> she says she doesn't have much of a sweet tooth, so, but he forces it upon her. Yeah, he does. I mean, turns out she does like it, but you know, it's a risk. <laughs> she could have been allergic. Yeah, that's a good point. Could have been uh, what, kiwi. kiwi lime pie. <laughs> that's Ross. We know. Don't write in. <laughs> yeah, but Rachel does like it, but wants to know where he's got it from. Yeah, so this is where it comes in. Well, that's why I wasn't sure, because he sort of sort of says, oh, it was left at the front door when I got home. Someone sent it to us. But he's obviously lying about that someone sent it to us. Yeah. But presumably he isn't lying about it being there. Yeah, I don't think he's gone and stolen it. Right. He's just, yeah, it's gone to the wrong thing. It's like constantly on the Facebook group for the place I live, area I live in, just constantly people going, I've got this... A uh, mail doesn't belong to me. Whose is it? I'm like, well, just look up the names on Facebook. Oh, that's too much work. <laughs> pop, pop it in. Pop it in return to sender. Yeah. Get them to deal with it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the mailman. I'm not doing that in my spare time. Um. Yeah. So actually, it was supposed to go to um Mrs. Braverman. Yeah, who lives downstairs. Have we heard about her before? Um, not that I remember. Mm. Great name. Mrs. Braverman, yeah. Um, so yeah, Rachel's annoyed because she says Charlie's a thief. Thief, you thief, you thief. But Charlie couldn't give it back because it was too delicious. Yeah. So he claims that he opened the box before reading the label. Um, what are you? What are you saying? Suspicious. Well, suspicious because you know it could be could be for Monica. But then I suppose yeah, you wouldn't. I think yes, you'd open it up. You'd probably see. It's not your name on the front. Yeah. So that is actual, you know, that's a felony, isn't it? Well, certainly in the UK is. Oh, Opening my. other people's mail. Yeah. Big no-no. Big no-no. Even if it is cheesecake. Like you say, just let the return sender, let the postman deal with that. Yeah. Like they, like they haven't got enough to do. What, postman? Yeah. Postman people. Postman people. But, um, well, Chandler's idea is 
he's he's obviously already thought it through. He keeps the cheesecake. They, um, the company realised they made a mistake. Yeah. Mrs. Braverman gets sent another cheesecake and then everyone wins. Everyone's happy. Apart from the, you know, the, and it doesn't matter because it's a big faceless <laughs> corporation. It yeah. doesn't matter that they've lost a cheesecake. And then he reads the label and it's Mama's Little Bakery. Which I sort of think <laughs> it is the kind of thing where, you know, like yes. um, Tesco or Walmart opens up a little brand called Mama's Little Bakery that's supposed to be like a yeah. thing. It's still a big corporation behind it. Although later on they say it's sent from Chicago, Illinois, didn't they? Oh, yeah. But Chandler telling, saying how horrible, horrible he is, what a terrible person he is. Well, turns out Rachel's not even listening. <laughs> yeah. She's too busy scoffing. She's face first into that cheesecake. <laughs> Turned out it is just too delicious. So the next scene we're in the coffee house. Yes. You can't claim that though. <laughs> Got there in the end. Um, but this is, so that was the first sort of storyline. And then this scene, they sort of set up the next two, don't they? Yeah. So Joe is about to leave because he's, he's back on, um, this is when he's in Days of Lives, but in a coma, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but as he's leaving, he says to Phoebe... See you at eight. Yeah. Quite late to eat for America. We always thought Americans ate really early. Wasn't that oh, the thing? that's true. Didn't think that. Maybe in New York it's different. Yeah. They're a law unto themselves in New York. They're a city that never sleeps. You're not having dinner at 6.30 if you're a city that never sleeps. Yeah, so it turns out Phoebe and Joey have little dinner plans together. Oh, I love that. Because, yeah. yeah, Chandler wants to know what's happening. Yeah. Why they're meeting at eight, and it's because uh, yeah, Phoebe says that they often they get together once a month to discuss the others. <laughs> Brilliant. Love that. I can't imagine Joey really wanting to gossip much, but uh, no, but maybe it's just a good sounding board for Phoebe. Yeah, but we've said before about how we really like the Phoebe Joey dynamic. Yeah. they're such a sweet little couple. Well, it's nice that they have their own their own plans together. I like that. Ross tries to get in there by saying um, how lovely that Phoebe looks yeah <laughs> he's trying to sweeten the deal yeah um, I think I think Monica would be a bit annoyed don't you that Phoebe's got her own plans um, with Joey out of everyone you think she would probably be the one who's most annoyed yeah, yeah. I'm sure her and Chandler like you know dissing the others <laughs> yeah mind yeah. their back so that sort of set up that little storyline yeah so they've made plans Joey's off to do his scene Phoebe goes up to get some coffee so we're now setting up the next storyline, which involves Ross and Monica. Yes. And Franny's wedding. Cousin Franny. <laughs> Cousin Franny. So uh, Ross sort of says to uh, Monica, I feel like you would have discussed this pre-, pre this point. Yeah. But he sort of says casually, oh, you, should we get a, like hire a car or something? Yeah, drive weekend? together. Yeah. Well... Turns out, Ross has been invited to Cousin Fanny, Franny's wedding. Monica hasn't. Oh, no. What a, what a mistake in Jamaica. <laughs> NFI. Do you remember the phrase NFI? No. Not effing invited. Oh. Hmm. I haven't been using that. That's probably because I'm never not... En- oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> never not NFI'd. Yeah, that makes sense. Is that right? Yeah. You're always invited. Yeah. AI'd. You're AI'd. AI'd. No, I'm AFI'd. What? <laughs> I can't. You're really struggling with this. Yeah. <laughs> leave it. Leave it now. Leave it, leave it. Step away. Yeah, so it turns out the parents and Ross have been invited, just not Monica. Yeah. Well, now, why couldn't... 
because Judy and Jack weren't there, were they? No, it was, was the idea they reason? were there, but we they just didn't oh, want to right. pay for them, maybe. Pay to the actors to come in. Yeah, because it, it didn't say they weren't going. So I think maybe we just presume they were there, but in a, on a different table. Oh, right. Yeah, we, we discuss it before, because you want to, you know, you, should we go in on a present together? Yeah, that's true. Who are you taking? Well, we'll get to that later. So yeah, Monica's annoyed. Mm. Her and Franny were inseparable when they from the ages of seven to nine. <laughs> yeah. So Ross says he's gonna. I mean, I suppose. Yeah, you, I suppose he has to be the one who rings Aunt Cheryl. Yeah. Because Monica can't really ring her and say, yeah. "Why haven't I been invited?" And so, so Aunt Cheryl's presumably the mum then. Yes, that's what one presumes. Yeah. Why is she organising it? <laughs> I'm going straight to the source. I'm going yeah, to Franny. that's true. Maybe the invitation got lost in the mail. There's a lot of things getting lost um, in the mail and being redirected to the wrong place. Those mail people are getting it right in the neck. <laughs> yeah, Ross has basically said, well, I'll call Aunt Cheryl. Yeah. I'll see what's happened. Yeah. Your invite's probably just stuck in the mail. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort it out. Well, next time we see them, coffee house again, Ross comes in and says, talk to Aunt Cheryl wasn't a mistake <laughs> no <laughs> oh dear okay, so the excuse that's been given is there's limited seating in the hall mm. so that's quite good that was a good one to say like, oh, I, I mean but run. yeah as Monica like that is a sort of bit of a lame excuse <laughs> yeah. that's what everyone gives isn't it Monica says she's only one tiny person I know mm, and a bit of uh, fat phobia mm. fat fatism here but the, Ross says but the last time she was saw seen you you would have turned one of those little wedding chairs into kindling. <laughs> Very rude. A bit harsh. Very rude indeed. But yeah, so then Ross sort of drops in. Yes. That he and Joan will just make an appearance um, and leave yeah. to show solidarity with Monica. <laughs> but Monica, Joan? Who's Joan? Who is Joan? And why has she got such an old-fashioned name? I know, Joan. Joan Tedeschi. Why would you say that name? Tedeschi? Tedeschi. Tedeschi. Ross's date. Mm. Assistant professor in the linguistics department. I feel like he's always talking about the linguistics department. Yeah, he's got it in for linguists. Yeah. Not got it in. That's the wrong expression. <laughs> he's, he's hot for. He's hot for linguists. But I like this bit where he says um, she's tall, very beautiful, and despite what people say, not broad-backed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's just a, <laughs> such a specific criticism. I know. And also, yeah, despite what people say, as if that's <laughs> the gossip that's going yeah. around the university. Have you seen her? She's very broad back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I've got a very broad back. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. Rower's it's broad, short, broad shoulders. Mm, Rower's shoulders. Mm. For the uh, two seconds I did rowing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, she's not going to wear a halter neck. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> the problem. <laughs> I, I like a halter neck, but yeah. <laughs> It is not good when you've got giant shoulders. Yeah, so Monica is not happy. No. Ross and guest. Ross Geller and guest. Mm. I wasn't invited and you got and guest. Mm. Yeah, that's that's got a sting because that throws the whole there's not enough room out of the water. Yes, that's true. She knew she knew it wasn't the reason and she was just being proved right. I think if you're not going to invite the sister, don't invite the brother. Yeah, I imagine that... Franny's um, made a mistake here. Yeah, I Poor imagine... Or Aunt Cheryl. <laughs> I imagine that Ross is probably quite popular, though, in the family. Do you? I yeah. Mean, he, he comes across as quite weird, Ross, sometimes. But I suppose with the women... Yeah. He's popular. I mean, he's popular with um, Aunt Millie later on. Oh, yeah. 
too popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like Joey. Um, so Joey sort of pipes up in this bit because he's yeah. in the coffee house as well, listening in. And he um, he goes into bat for Ross and basically says, <laughs> yeah, it's fine because um, Ross should be able to allow it to take a date. And he says, uh, uh, since he has a chance to get on broad back. <laughs> and Ross gets crying, not broad back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I like the term broad back. Just calling a broad back now. I know. There's the thing that Ross says specifically she wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Now that has just gotten stuck. Um, yeah, so Monica basically twists his arm and says, you know, you've got to bring me. Yeah. She lays it on quite thick. Yeah. Family. Family's really important to me. They grew up together. Um, so Ross goes off and says, oh, I'll call Joan. I mean, oh, it's quite nice of Ross, I suppose. Yeah, but also... Well, they're North Eaton. He should have brought Monica. Well, actually, no, to be fair, he didn't know, did he? No. Um, but also, if this is a first date with Joan, is a family wedding the well, best that first is, date? That is a very good point. You can't <laughs> take someone to a wedding for a first date. No. Did I ever tell you the time that I um, matched with someone on a dating app? Mm. And within within about, I don't know, five seconds of chatting, he was like, oh, um, do you want to come for Sunday lunch? And I was like, mm, not no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't really sussed it out yet. Yeah, I think, you know, drinking a bar or uh, some noodles in, what was that place called? Um, wasabi. Wasabi. <laughs> noodles, as if I wasn't eating, remember? <laughs> Famously, I was just watching him eat. <laughs> no, and so he said something like, so I said, oh, no, I just made an excuse. Well, it turned out it was Sunday lunch with his parents. Oh, no, imagine that. Wasn't even in London, <gasps> in Loughborough. Oh, no. I said to him, what were you thinking, like, afterwards? I said, what were you thinking? Like, what, we were going to just get the train together? <laughs> yeah. What if we didn't get on in the train and then what? <sighs> you just, like, them stranded in Loughborough because we're like, oh, no, this isn't working. I'll just get the train back. Oh, I mean, no. the one thing is going through people's mind is so weird. But what was this, like, parents thing? It's like, yeah. Like, oh, they just sort of assume it's a girlfriend, wouldn't they? Not just someone I you... mean, maybe he does that all the time. <laughs> well, I have a lot of people introduce their family. I know. Very odd. Oh, no. I'm gutted you didn't go. That would have been a good story. I mean, it would have been a great story. I mean, <laughs> so awkward. And then you tell them, you go, oh, sorry, I don't eat lamb. <laughs> Actually, that is true, because I didn't eat meat at the time. Oh, no. So that would have been even more awkward. I'll just, I'll just eat these carrots. <laughs> Maybe it's a test. Maybe it's the ultimate test. Maybe. <laughs> well, what, is that, what were you thinking? Is that better or worse than a wedding? <laughs> yeah. I suppose at least at a wedding, you're everyone's sort of minding their own business, aren't they? They've got yeah, a, sort of a more true. of a focal point. Whereas, like, a Sunday lunch, you're really on show, aren't you? <laughs> And it doesn't sound if he's going in the car that he's taking Joan. Maybe he's meeting Joan there. Oh, that's true, yeah. And also, presumably, he's chatted with Joan before, if they work together. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it might might be quite fun, like, if you were just going to the evening bit and... Yeah, that's true. They're not just, at least not going to the church. Yeah, or... having, having a drink and a dance. I don't know, Ross. It's still <laughs> odd. But take your sister instead as your date. That's better. <laughs> Even though she wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah. So Ross says fine, and he'll go ring Joan. Um, and then another good bit where Joey's sort of saying, "Oh, it's very really nice," mm. you know, because Monica's done the big speech about family yeah. and everything. And um, Joey says, "This is her wedding day, happiest day of her life." Mm. <laughs> and then Monica says, Haha, "We'll, we'll see. see, we'll <laughs> see." We all knew Monica had a plan. She wasn't really wanting to go because of family. Classic Monica. 
Well, I think classic woman, isn't it? Is when a well, not not woman. That's very um, generalisation, but you know, a lot of people would be like, "Oh, I'm not invited. I'm going to get my own back." <laughs> oh, I don't know. I feel like that's way way awkward. <laughs> not necessarily get your own back, but you're like you are still annoyed, though, aren't you? Yeah, you are. But are you annoyed enough to go to somewhere that you know you're not wanted? Oh yeah, probably not. I suppose it's not really worth it, is it? <laughs> well, not for me. I want my free bar. Yeah, that's true. You love a wedding. I do love a wedding. That is true. I haven't been to one for ages. I can't remember the last time I went to a wedding. Was it that one in Scotland? That can't be the last time, can it? Um, I've been to one since then, but... Yeah, was I not invited? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't take you I've been to my cousin's one. wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you must have been to a friend's wedding since then. Oh, yeah, I did go to one, uh, yeah, my friends, and um, it was in the, what they call the Secret Garden in Kent. Which was oh, lovely. nice! Very nice venue, but also good job it didn't rain because the wedding was actually outside. Oh, that's a risk. <laughs> it's a risk. That's a big summer. risk in the UK. In the UK, <laughs> though, it doesn't mean anything. Summer. It's not Italy. <laughs> no, but also it's not Manchester. So mm, true. I think they did have an indoor bit just in case. You do have to have a backup plan. Though. You have to, otherwise it'd be an absolute washout. Literally. So the next scene is actually at the wedding reception. Yes, they're there. Now, so Ross and um, Monica sort of come in, and Monica says, limited seating, my ass. But also, I do think it does look quite busy. Yeah. <laughs> the tables are very close together. It does, and quite small tables, but quite sort of packed in. Yeah, it was sort of a bit claustrophobic. And then there's like a dance floor, just basically right next to the tables. <laughs> um, but they have the sort of classic, they find their table, and it's the classic sitcom table. Yes. And it's actually laid with the the ones at our end where the camera is, but the seats aren't there. <laughs> and oh. obviously there's none there because we need to be able to see the Monica and Ross. Yeah. Yeah, you think they could just put seats there because you should be able to still see what's happening. Yeah, but those people never turn up. <laughs> no. So there's plenty of room. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, quite like this scene where Monica's trying to find out whether those the people they're sat with are worthy, yeah. in her opinion, to be there. Yeah, so she's not worried about any sort of social etiquette. No, or... no. <laughs> yeah, so she asked how they know the bride and groom, and one of them said, I used to work with Franny. Monica, not impressed with that. Used to. <laughs> I'm a relative, I didn't get invited. A blood relative. Blood! <laughs> and Ross says, it's not saying blood to strangers. <laughs> and then the, uh, the next couple... So how how do you know them? We went to college with both of them, and now we live next door. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, like that. I'm quite resigned. Yeah. Okay, well. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair enough. That's acceptable. Um. Yeah. Would you invite anyone you used to work with? I'd. I mean, I yeah, if you were good friends with yeah. them. And then we get a sub C. Yes. Aunt Millie. Aunt Millie. Yeah. Interesting. They've gone for our aunt. Aunt Millie, Aunt Cheryl. Hmm, yeah. Don't have auntie. Auntie. Do they use auntie in America? I don't know. Auntie Anne. That's a pretzel place. Oh, I was trying to think. I'm sure, I thought I was thinking. I'm sure there's some aunt, yeah, names of companies. Um, yeah, aunt to us is more formal, isn't it? Mm. So it's, it tended to be reserved for the next generation up, didn't it? Yeah, and the older generation. Great aunts were called aunts. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't say great auntie. Although, I suppose, is it like that thing? Because it, it, it is a bit um, infantilising to say auntie. Like it's like you're a bit oh, right. childish. Aunts, but, what grown-ups would say aunt. aunt. My aunt. My aunt. 
Um, I wrote to my aunt in um, <laughs> Bordeaux. <laughs> Don't know why she lives there. I'll be summering. Uh, isn't also, is it about syllables? Aunt's got one syllable, auntie's got two. Yeah. But as in, if it's a longer name, oh, I see. Are you more likely to use so aunt? Aunt Anne is quite hard. To yeah, say. exactly. Auntie Anne's. Auntie Anne is um, easier. Let's think of some other examples. Auntie Millie. Aunt, what's she called? Yeah. Auntie Millie. Aunt Millie. Aunt Millie. Aunt Margaret. Yes. Auntie Margaret. It's too many, isn't it? <laughs> You're there all day. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think it's just it sounds more grown up to say aunt. 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 Aunt Millie. My aunt and I. Do you remember that? Was it the Roald Dahl's rhymes? I used to, there was one based oh, on the facts yeah. of aunt. What was that? Something about aunt. I used to... And I, I used to... The anteater. Yeah, that's it. But the anteater. You... So the actual aunt. Yeah. Revolting rhymes. That's it. Revolting rhymes. If that's an aunt, then that's for me. <laughs> that's that's it. it. If that's an aunt, then that's for me. Um, but do we hear earlier about Aunt Millie and the fact she likes to kiss him on the lips, or is this just introduced now? Oh, as in another se- series? It, yeah, or another scene or something. It just yeah, it's sort of not really referenced, is it? No, it's not. Well, yeah, we're coming up to another thing. Where I, I, I don't really know what's happening. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Aunt Millie's thing is that she loves to kiss Ross on the lips. And Ross says every time on the lips. Why? <laughs> Why on the lips? And we've talked several times on this podcast about people kissing on the lips and thinking that's normal. Oh, yes, we have. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal, love. <laughs> so then Monica sees Frammy. Yeah. This is our opportunity. And so Ross tries to sort of warn her off. Yeah, don't make say, a scene. Yeah. I didn't bring you here to ambush her. Uh, but then Monica tells him that it was Franny who found his Playboy magazines mm. and showed them to Mum. Yeah. Yeah, his reply is a bit a bit strong. It's the female dog. <laughs> Unnecessary, Ross. Yeah. It's quite um strong for friends. Yeah, he is actually. I wonder you know on those you know when they used to show them on E4 during the daytime. Yeah. And they just like we did really bad edits, so it'd be like you you'd hear um Monica's line and then this, audience will sort of be laughing yeah. when I've heard Ross the cut out Ross's bit <laughs> you're like well, why are they laughing at Monica's line um, yeah so Monica confronts Franny you know saying why haven't you invited my whole family's invited why wouldn't you invite me what could I have possibly done, done. and then walks up Stuart the husband the husband now do we know Stuart no, I don't right, think so. Okay. No, I didn't know whether we were supposed to remember Stuart from another um, season. No, I think we're supposed to get it on the because then Franny says, "I believe you know my husband." Uh... A wink. And then Ross says, as if if he didn't get it in that line. Yeah. He says, "So it's really a question of who could you have possibly done?" Yeah. Mm. So yeah, but well, I think if that was the case, if you're Franny. I mean, would you not sort of say to Monica? Mm. Oh, I think it's just going to be quite awkward for you being there. Yeah. Because she's not... Well, she's, as if she doesn't want Monica to find out. But surely at some point she'll find out. Yeah, no. And it's weird that she hasn't found out, out until up to this point. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's like Why her wedding day. <laughs> So they obviously never see, obviously quite distant cousins. So why is Monica wanting to go? 
Yeah. And why is a sort of Ross not sort of asked to? It's sort of it says on the invite. Yeah, but I guess it just says. Yeah, well, yeah, we maybe not remembered his name. Yeah, but it's the so yeah. I guess the idea is that they had a relationship before Franny. It's not that Monica yes. slept with her while slept with him while there. That's not the insinuation. No, I don't think so. No, it's just that she's had a previous relationship. You sort of think, well, mm, depends how deep the relationship was. Yeah, exactly. So that's sort of the end of the storyline. Um, but they get a little bit at the ending credits, don't they? Yeah, Art Millie's back again. Yes. Well, so Monica forgets her rap, sends Ross over. <laughs> what, what's wrong with your legs? I mean, you say that as if I don't do that to you all the time. <laughs> Please go and get me a drink. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I did, that was a bit weird, but it does set up the thing that so yes. Ross goes and gets the rap, but Art Millie sat down on it. So yeah. Ross tries to drag it without her realising it. But she notices, says, oh, are you leaving? <laughs> Or more opportunity to give him a kiss. <laughs> and Ross really tries to turn his face away. I know. She's really sort of clutching onto her, his face. She's got it in her grasp and um, turns and gets him on the lips again. And then Ross is back to, why? Why, why on, on the, the lips? lips? She looks a bit um, surprised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He sort of says that to her. <laughs> oh, I'm disappointed we didn't get to see Jack and Judy, though. I know. I guess they would have added a whole other element to it. Yeah. That they already... didn't have time for. Yeah, I was going to say, quite a lot going on already. Mm. And there was the scenes in the um, wedding weren't very long, were they? No. So, as it's the one of the cheesecakes, let's keep that storyline till last. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about Phoebe and Joey's little coupling. Yes. So, we said, um, yeah, that they're going to meet up at eight. Eight o'clock for dinner. And the next scene we see is... Now, Rachel's living there is now, isn't she? Rachel and Joey's. Yeah, I presume right? so. Otherwise, it's all a bit weird. Yeah. Because all the friends, apart from Joey... And Phoebe are in the in Joe's apartment. Yeah, they're all sort of huddled around, aren't they? I know. Are they sort of playing a ball game or something? Yeah, I think so. Um, and then Phoebe comes storming in. Joseph Francis Tribbiani, are you home yet? <laughs> yeah, not really looking at the friends, just sort of. Yeah, exactly. Shouting for Joey. And then Rachel says, "Oh no, I think he's still out. What's wrong?" And then she middle names Rachel as well. Rachel Karen Green. This is a good one to find out all the yeah, other. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's a good quiz question. I mean, Ka- Rachel Karen Green's one of the more famous ones. Yeah. We all know that. Francis. I don't know if I'd remember his middle name was Francis. It's a great name, isn't it? Jo- Joseph Francis Trubiani. Yeah, it is good. What's Charles middle name? Muriel. Yeah. We did have that in a quiz. Yes. Got it right, though, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I think you remembered. I didn't kind of remembered. So it turns out that Joey left just left phoebe a note saying that he wasn't going to make make dinner if she hands rachel a note phoebe's can't make it got a date talk to you later big daddy <laughs> big daddy was quite creepy i don't like it <laughs> phoebe says it's a nickname they're trying out but yeah it's weird <laughs> big daddy but i like the idea that they're like 
yeah, we're trying out. It's just Phoebe and Joey. Yeah. Again, sort of having their own thing and going, right, we're going to try out this. I would have quite liked to have heard what Phoebe's uh, nickname was. Um, what they yeah. come up with Phoebe for Phoebe. Well, this prompts Ross. <laughs> Classic Ross. He says, hey, you know what? A nickname never caught on. The Rossatron. The Rossatron. <laughs> Um, yeah, Monica sort of shakes her head, but <laughs> yeah, and uh, everyone else ignores him. Uh, you hear stories of people, yeah, like it's often joke, isn't it, that say, "Oh, tried to get a nickname, nickname going. going, never really happened." Did you ever try to get a nickname going? No, and I don't think. I think the trouble is you can't really get your own nickname going. No. I think that's often where it falls flat. Yeah, people give you a nickname, or whether you like it or not. Yeah. It's usually just based on your name, though, isn't it? Yes. You can really see Ross from the... Well, yeah, the way Monica shakes her head is clear. <laughs> and Ross really tried with that one. So then um, Joey enters. Here's Joey's Francis. But like Joey's saying, oh, what are you middle naming me for? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, <laughs> a thing. You know, you're in trouble if you've got the middle name in there. Not just middle naming as well, but your full name. That's what people say, mm. isn't it? Yeah, like when you that's your pair when your parents are cross with you, you give you a full, full name. name. You think that's true? Well, mum and dad never called me my full name, so ever. <laughs> well, no. but yeah, they don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, they've forgotten it now. And yours just you. A lot of people use your full name anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. So it doesn't really work unless they're always mad at me. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's that possibility. Possible. Yeah, so Joey's two lines of defence here mm. that it's all right for him to do this because yeah. one, he left a note mm-hmm. and two, you can cancel pl- plans with friends if there's a possibility for sex. Right, interesting. So that's his two lines of defence. And Ross agrees, that is the rule. <laughs> um, I feel like that's a guy rule. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's mm. the thing. So yeah, the guy sort of agree. And then, but Phoebe's really not happy. No. I, I like principled Phoebe. Yes. And she is often quite principled when it comes to her friends, isn't it? Yeah, she. Yeah, that's true. She's got very clear boundaries when it comes to her friends. Because I think also the one possibly coming up soon. Oh! <laughs> the one with Phoebe's birthday dinner. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, that's the same sort of thing, isn't it? That she gets really cross about them being late and not prioritising her. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then she does, she does the same. Yeah. So it's basically the same story. Like, Yeah, that is true. In a slightly different way. <laughs> With a different guy. I don't accept this rule. <laughs> Good point. Boyfriends and girlfriends can come and go. But this... this is for life. Their friendship is for life. Um, so they make up. Uh, Joey says to make it up to her, they can go out to dinner tomorrow night. And he'll pay for himself. What a treat. What a deal. And then lovely end to this scene. Um, Ross says, um, hey, Joey, while you're over there, how about another beer for the Rossatron? <laughs> Joey's reply is really funny. The Ross, is that back? <laughs> really annoyed. <laughs> no, genuinely annoyed. I love that. I like those things where you don't, yeah, those sort of references to stuff that you don't actually see. Mm. But we can all imagine Ross from it, like, wear them down with this (laughs) nickname. So the next scene, uh, Monica and Phoebe uh, in Central Perk. Yes. And here we have a returning Mm. subsea. Have we already seen him in our our podcast? In our podcast. Um, I don't think we have, have we? 
not sure we have. I can't remember. We've certainly talked about him. We certainly referenced him. We have, him. yeah, of course. But yeah, to give him his full title, David the Scientist Guy. Oh, we love we David. We love David. Are you, are you sad that she didn't get with David? Yeah, but Mike's the only one that could have beaten him. I do like Mike. Yeah. I just love David. I know, he's so sweet. He's such a gentleman as well. Um, but yeah, so David is in the background. He's at the counter yes. of Central Perk. So Phoebe in sort of quite a loud whisper is yes. saying to Monica. <laughs> That's David. David the scientist guy. David who I was in love with. David who went to Russia and broke my heart. David. So then David turns around, oh my God. And yeah, I really like the line from Phoebe. Oh, if she says someone's name enough, they turn around. <laughs> really good. Because <laughs> she was just going, David, David. David, David. David. Yeah, and very funny. So yeah, David who went to Russia. And then she says to him, aren't you supposed to be in Russia? Russia, yes. I thought this would come up. <laughs> just, put a, yeah, just put a note under that. He's in Russia. Um, but yeah, he's back for a conference. But yeah, David admits he's he was hoping to run into Phoebe. He didn't, but he didn't want to sort of intrude. And yeah, very sort of sweet David, how he was, and oh, he didn't, didn't want to intrude. And oh, no, didn't know whether he'd want to see me. I like the bit where he says, um, "You look phenomenal," and Phoebe goes, "Well, yeah." <laughs> Classic Phoebe. Yeah, that sort of sweet scene with them. Yeah, that David thinks about him, her all the time, and. Phoebe thinks about him all the time. Um, David gives an example. Yes. There's a statue in Minsk. Oh, yeah. In Minsk, you say, David. Oh, dear. Oops. Where where you are actually in Minsk. (laughs) Now, what's happening? Why have they said it's Russian when it's Belarus? Yeah, Belarus, which obviously was part of Russia for a period, but not during that point was it well not certainly not by this episode and i don't even think by the you know the first time david's in it and i think they referenced russia then as well because mm. i think oh, they were all early 90s weren't they all there were those the blocks split up yes 1991 it looks like uh was when it became independent so i don't know whether they just genuinely made us a mistake or whether it's sort of more it's still known as a kind of russian type place but Seems a bit... Or maybe people think, oh, well, they don't know where Belarus is. Yeah. But then why didn't you just pick somewhere in pick Russia? Moscow, yeah. Because also, I was sort of thinking, you know, later on he says, oh, there's only... The next flight is in July. Yeah. <laughs> to New York, to Belarus. I know, yeah. It's not the capital of Belarus. <laughs> I'd pick somewhere like in deep Russia, wouldn't you? Yeah, like Svalbard. Yeah. <laughs> is that in Russia? No. <laughs> but... You know, that's no, that's all what's idea. that one that's oh, but I suppose they can come the other way, can't they? The oh, sort of at the that's true. I was thinking the one at the end point. You know, yeah, that's famous, isn't it? Yeah, the the line ends there, the Russian train line. Yes, oh, that does begin with an S, doesn't it? Uh, <sighs> Vladivostok. Vladivostok. That's it. Vladivostok. Vladivostok. I think even then you probably get more flights than that. Yeah, probably. But yeah, this statue in Minsk that reminds David of Phoebe um, is actually a statue of Lenin. <laughs> Brilliant. He says, but you know, at certain angles. So they, um, David asks her out for dinner. And yes. Phoebe's really excited, but then she realises, <sighs> uh-oh, made plans with Joey. Oh, no. And David has to fly out the next day. He can't stay another day. It's her one chance. I know. Monica steps in. Says, okay, I'll you know, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. 
Joe will understand. If she has the cancel on him. But Phoebe says, no, after all, you yeah, know, her she made a deal. Her principles. I made this whole speech about how you can't cancel on friends. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of a funny bit where she's sort of saying, oh, just because the love of my life comes back from Russia, just one night, I should change my beliefs. I should change my beliefs. She's <laughs> <laughs> sort of almost convincing herself. Yeah, and then, but she even then she says, no, mm. if I don't have my principles, I have nothing. So strong, as Monica says. But she just decides, actually, what she could do is just rush through dinner with Joey and meet David at nine, which seems like a good idea. I mean, No, because if David's just there for one night, I think, I think you just have to say, look, I know I made that one big One night deal. only, one, one night only. No, just say, look, I know I made a big deal, but this is a different situation, yeah. you know, and, you know, just say, deal with it. <laughs> say, can we go for lunch instead or can we do oh, it tomorrow? yeah. Yeah, because it's not the same. I think also the point was he just left her a note. Mm. You know. Yeah. He didn't phone or explain to her. Well, anyway, she's gone for the first plan. Rush, <laughs> rush to dinner. Meet David at nine. But if they were if they were meeting at the original dinner time of eight, that's she's going to have mm, to really rush through it. That is going to be a very quick dinner. <laughs> so in a little side scene, we then see Joey come to his apartment when Charna's there. And this is where Chanda lets slip that Phoebe's seeing David. She's got a date. Yeah, it's sort of quite a weird. I know it's like they have to just do the setup, but yes. it is a bit weird. Like, because Chanda sort of comes in and while well, Joey's getting changed. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then apparently Chanda can't see Joey in his pants. I know, and also, yeah, I was and going by in pants. I mean, underwear, boxes, <laughs> boxes. Yeah, so sort of Joey was going in there to get changed, and then. Chandler comes in after them and is sort of annoyed that he's getting changed. It's like, well, you've come into my room. Like, yeah. what, what do you want? And then so he makes Joey pull up his trousers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because I can't see his leg. <laughs> Prude. Um, but yeah, as you say, then let slip. But yeah, it's sort of like, it is a bit weird. It's like, because sort of Chandler says, oh, what are you doing tonight? I suppose he's maybe going to see if he wants to go out for a beer. Oh, Because yes. Chandler knows that Joey's free, but Joey hasn't realised he's free because he says, I've got plans with Phoebe. And um, but Chandler says, "Oh, Monica said she had a date at nine. Mm. Joey, not happy after you gave me that big speech. Mm. <laughs> Another good one, sort of yeah, saying about that and about how you know going on this date, saying like she has plans with me. I think she's trying to pull a fast one on Big Daddy. Big Daddy. <laughs> Sounds like Joey's just as bad as Ross. Force that name on people. So the next scene." It's uh, Phoebe and Joey's date. So Joey hasn't said anything. He's just gonna. He's just gone along to the uh, to the dinner plans with Phoebe. Exactly. Iridium restaurant. Ooh, looks a bit weird. Iridium. Um, someone said. I saw someone online said that's where Monarchy used to work. Oh right. I don't remember that. I don't remember it being called Iridium. No, it's a very strange why? name. And it sort of had sort of space age tables. <laughs> you know, like oh, sort I of metal that. metal tables. It reminded me a bit of like you know in. Um, Disneyland Paris, where I think they sort of um, might have been in the studios actually, and you go in and it's sort of yeah metal tables, oh right, and sort of metal bars and things. Mm. Just had that vibe. Didn't look very nice. No, to be I was going to say it doesn't sound awfully warm and inviting. And then the food they were serving didn't really seem to go with the atmosphere. Yeah, <laughs> sort of looks a little more like a burger joint, but they were doing like lobster and stuff. Yeah, lobster ravioli. 
Mm. Lovely. I'd have the lobster ravioli. I thought you said you didn't, you didn't like lobster because it tends to be rubbery. Quite chewy, yeah. But I feel like in a ravioli because it'd be quite small. Oh, right. It would yeah. probably be better, I think. I'd, yeah, I'd prefer crab, to be fair, but, you know. Yeah. You don't often see ravioli, do you? The trouble with ravioli is yes. you only get... You got it. Yeah, I knew it straight away. You get like three parcels. Yeah, that's why I never have it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm always really annoyed. (laughs) That's why I suppose it's quite nice as a starter, but then. Yes. Is like having pasta as a starter, is that going to fill you up too much? Not for me. The Italians don't think that, but. And I don't think that either. Okay. Just me then, because anything fills me up too much. Also, is it bad to have double pasta? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, never. Um, Is it bad to have pasta and chips? Is it bad to... Oh, we've um, done it. Is it bad to um, cut up a bit of lasagna and put it in a sandwich? <laughs> put it with it between bread? No. No. Also no. Also no. Now, ooh, what do you think? You know you were showing me earlier on one of those... Um, a picture of the old school toasty makers. Oh, yeah. Where they really seal down the yeah toast, the, the bread. What do you think about popping a bit of lasagna in there? That would be it, absolutely ideal. In the bread, pop on the toaster maker. You're gonna have to str- you're gonna have to get the proportions right yes. though, because it's gonna be plopping out the sides otherwise. Well, I think because you yeah, you would have to leave quite a lot around the edge so it could spread out yeah. without going over the sides. Now what is happening vis a vis um sort of food poisoning? <laughs> Cause is if you oh. put- if you're putting it in cold and then it's sort of slightly warmed up in the... Could they get slightly warmed up in the toasty machine, but not enough? Would well, you have to put it in hot? cheese is molten hot, isn't it? Oh, uh, maybe it gets hot enough then. I mean, but it's cheese compared to, like, pasta. And I had imagined it was already quite warm, actually. I had imagined oh, putting well, it in cold, I mean. to be yeah. fair. You have to, yeah. So you've, 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 you've made your full lasagna, and instead of eating the full lasagna, yeah. you've <laughs> cut a bit off and put it in a toasty maker. I mean, maybe <laughs> pop it in the microwave for a... You know, if you've got a bit left over. Yeah. Next day, pop it in the microwave, heat it I up. I just never know it. this, you know, all these things, like temperature things, and they always well, say... Well, I think it's Make only... sure it's piping hot. Yeah, that's true. And also, why is it for some things seem to be worse than others? Like rice. Yeah, that's a bit huge, no, you know. Mm. Constantly concerned about rice. Mum put the fear of God into us about heating up rice. Rice, yeah, even though people do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. They seem to survive. It's even not even the heating up, is it, either? It's the cooling down process. That's yeah, it's worth both, issue. isn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah, you sort of spread it out, haven't you, to make sure it cools down properly. Yeah. What would you put in a sandwich maker? Thanks for asking. Send in your... No, oh. not you. <laughs> the audience. Right. Send in, send in your uh, ideas. Yeah. When I was at university, um, the college I was at um, had a, a little hut which um did like sort of sweets and stuff but also mm. made toasties lovely um, but they made a killing yeah it was right next to the bar as well so you sort of go to the bar and then you'd go and have your toasty and no wonder i put on so much weight at university because <laughs> they also had things like nutella and banana ones and it was like sweet ones oh and i think i don't know what i feel about that actually I think they used to do, like, you know how they do with milkshakes now, where you, like, have a Mars bar milkshake and stuff? I yeah. think they used to do, like, Mars bar toasties. Oh, I don't know. Um, It's like the deep-fried Mars bar, isn't it? Yeah. The savoury sweet element of that, I'm not entirely sure I'm on board with. Mm, I was quite on board with it. <laughs> I mean, I probably would like it, but just the thought of it 
um, yeah, something holding me back. But Nutella or banana is pretty classic. And, um, yeah, I suppose so. That's like just having a pancake, isn't it? Nutella and banana pancake. And also, you used to have honey and banana sandwiches. Oh, yeah. And you got on okay with those, didn't you? Yeah. Maybe, you know, we've got the air fryer craze. Mm. Maybe it's time to bring back that toasty. Toasty. Maker. Well, you can, sure, you can still get them. And they were so cheap as well, weren't they? Were they? Yeah. Oh, right. I don't remember. They were just like 10 quid or something. <laughs> What were you buying one? I had one in the first flat. I bet it's... In London. Did you? Yes. Well, it was my flatmates and we were constantly making... She liked to do um, beans in hers, cheese and beans. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Yeah, mum and dad used to have one, but that it never really worked because they didn't... Like, they were stuck to the, the Yeah, thing. she's supposed to put butter on the outside. The good thing about my air fryer, you see, is you can put it in the dishwasher, whereas those you can't, can you? So you're just having to clean oh, it yeah. manually. Mm, I do remember cleaning ours quite a lot because I think other people didn't really bother. <laughs> that's the flavour. Yeah, yeah, probably. That's what they were thinking. Seven no. day old cheese that's been reheated three times. Mm, love <laughs> it. And Millie the Mouse has had a good nibble on. Yeah, so that's funny why Millie the Mouse was always there. <laughs> Hoping for some crumbs. Right, where were we? Oh, they're, at, the di- they're at They're at They're ready dinner. to order. Phoebe's ready to order. She wants the green salad. And the water's fine. Oh, dear. What? <laughs> this is that sort of thing where you sort of have that because you can't really afford anything and then you have to... And then someone has steak and you then decides to split the bill. Yes, which I think has happened in Friends. <laughs> yeah, the one with five steaks and an eggplant. Oh, yes. Oh, it's exactly the same thing. Like half a cup of mm. soup or something. Yeah. <laughs> But in this case, she just wants to get it over quickly. She clearly thinks... I think a salad quite, takes quite a long time to eat. Yeah, I would say so. I mm. think you want to go for that um, lobster ravioli. Yeah. As I said, only five... <laughs> three parcels down you. Do you remember the Heinz ravioli? Yeah. Can you still get that? <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. And a can. Yeah, and a can. Did it have a meat, in, meat inside? It's really small ravioli pastas, but then with sort of baked bean sauce. <laughs> oh, no. So disgusting. Oh, I wonder whether you can still get that. I think you probably can. I haven't seen it. Or oh, there's that one with, was it baked beans with mini sausages? Oh, yes, that was popular. I remember having that quite a lot. Beef ravioli, yes. Can you still get it? What are you, five a day? <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> no artificial colours or flavours? Not, so. not in our day, it was <laughs> bright orange. Low in fat and sugar? I <laughs> thought so. It's been bringing smiles to mealtime since 1965. Okay, if you say so. £2 in Tesco. For the four. £2? That's price, isn't it? I know, I was thinking that. Sort of thinking that's, you know, for... Actual, make actual... Get actual ravioli for that. Yeah, you sort of think tin things are supposed to be cheap. People also ask, is Heinz beef ravioli healthy? Our tin ravioli doesn't just taste great, but it's nutritious too. You get Heinz macaroni cheese... Oh yeah, I've had that. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I've. I don't think I've lived with these. Heinz <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti bolognese. Mm, I think I might have had that as well when we were younger. Not often, but I think I might have had it once. I only really know your beans and your hoops, mm. and also you obviously. Your, your, I'm quite tempted to, soup. to get some of that ravioli. <laughs> oh, are <laughs> just, you? Just to see what it's like. Well, you'll have to let me know. Okay, I'll see if I can find any. Scotch broth. When's the last time you had a scotch broth? Um, uh, check my watch. Um, never. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, when was the last time you had Mulgatawny? 
<laughs> I never know what that is. Is that a fish? Is it lamb? Uh, I get a sort of mixed up with kedgeree. Well, Scottish, isn't it? Ah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, no, it looks sort of tomato-y. Oxtail soup? Oh, it actually comes from South India. Oh, it's oh. sort of Scottish. <laughs> Gatorney, yeah, it does sound Scottish. I think I did too. Main ingredients commonly include chicken, mutton and lentils, so I think it's just ah, free right. for Oh, yeah, lentils. Yeah, I do remember lentils being in it. Mutton. Um, so that's the, the um, feature called What Heinz Are You Having? <laughs> yeah. Our popular food <laughs> food feature. Again, not a sponsor, but could be. <laughs> could be. Well, we'll see. If I like that ravioli. If they send yeah. me some, I'll review it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what happens ne- next episode. Right. Anyway. But they haven't ordered that. No. Um, but Joey's, yeah, so Joey wants to make it last. He's, yeah. Basically, he's really stalling. He wants to know how slow the slow roasted salmon is. <laughs> I mean, you'd like this place, slow roasted salmon. Yeah. Lobster ravioli, right? Yes. Have your Prime rib. Prime rib, oh yeah. Prime rib and mahi-mahi. That sounds very much like the food cruise. you're getting on a cruise. Yeah. Always having prime rib on the cruise. Yeah, I never heard of mahi-mahi until I went on the cruise. <laughs> it's seemed popular in America. Did you like it? Um, I think, again, it was a bit of the thing we're saying about the bassa oh, right. fish. Just, just a cheap fish. White, quite cheap. Not very tasty fish, I would say. No offence <laughs> to the mahi-mahi. Tribe. <laughs> yeah, so he's sort of saying, oh, what's the specials again? And Phoebe's getting more and more exasperated. Yeah, because they've heard the specials three times now. <laughs> so Phoebe knows them so well, she reads them out. Yeah. But then the waiter says, oh, no, we're out of the lobster ravioli. So Joey says, well, that changes everything. And uh, he's back to looking at the menu again. I like this bit. Um, so the waiter leaves and Joey says, um, you know what, Phoebes? You were right before. I mean, friends are so important. And then Phoebe's sort of like checking her watch. Going, yeah, I'm very wise. And then Joey says, you know what I really want to do? Have a long talk. <laughs> Get Joey out on the open road and really open him up. <laughs> He's being mean. He is being mean. But he doesn't know the situation yet. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, Phoebe gets more and more annoyed yeah. um, because when the waiter comes back, Joey says he wants the lobster <laughs> ravioli. So Phoebe gets too exasperated mm. and um, Phoebe asks, what's the, what's the rush? Joey asks, what's the rush? And Phoebe says it's an important uh, appointment she has to go to. An important appointment. But she sort of, yeah, she does that and then cracks very easily yeah. and says, actually, it's a date. And Joey, a date. He's gonna rub it in now. Yeah, you no, must be mistaken. Must be mistaken. <laughs> oh yeah, he's being. Well, I should say he doesn't know. But yeah. He's being quite mean. And she says, "Don't make me feel badly about this." No, I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> but he's he's right as well. Yeah, that's he, true. He says, "Oh, you made me feel really guilty about going out with that girl." Like I did something terrible, and now you're doing the same thing, which is true. Yeah, that is true. From Joey's point of view, because he doesn't know it's. Although it isn't actually true, because she has gone on a date. He has kept the date with him. That's true. Yeah, she just promised to be spend all night with him. No, but yeah, Phoebe says this is not the same thing. It's totally different. This is David. Yeah, and you sort of think Joey would understand at this point, but he Mm. he still doesn't. He says, "Well, my girl is special as well." But yeah, Phoebe goes, you know, I've only got four hours. He's only got four hours left in the country, so I'm going to go. Mm. So they go on a bit of a uh, sad sad note. 
Angry note. Angry fine, note. Fine, fine. And then when she leaves, the waiter comes back to Joey. And Joey says, what are you still doing here? I told you, lobster ravioli. <laughs> well, I like that bit. As if Joey actually was sort of had forgotten about the thing about yeah. the lobster ravioli. He did actually want it. Also reminds me of, again, that um, one with Phoebe's birthday. Oh, yeah. And he, he says to the waiter, did you not hear her? The, the shrew. <laughs> the shrew. She wants the shrew. So next scene, Phoebe is running to meet David and catches him. He kisses her on the hand. Yeah. Says, you're such a gentleman, then drags her, <laughs> drags him off to her place. And then the next scene, we see them saying goodbye. Oh, this is a bit sad. I know, it's really sad. So they're just outside Central Perk and David's got a cab. Yeah, that's when they say about the flights to Minsk. The next one's in July. And he speaks to her in Russian. That's really beautiful. What does it mean? Please clean my beakers. But yeah, Phoebe Phoebe was hoping it was something else, mm. not please clean my beakers. <laughs> Weird. Weird that. And he, David sort of says, yeah, I wanted to say that, but, you know, also you shouldn't because of the situation. I have to leave. Phoebe says, you're right, don't say it. And then it says, I do, though. Phoebe says, I do too. Oh, it's really sad. Mm. I love David. I, I feel like, come on, David, how... I'm sure you can get other scientists working. I know. Well, he regrets it, doesn't he, when he well, comes yeah, back and she's true. met Mike. That's true. He'll regret it for the rest of his oh, life. no, don't. <laughs> um, but this is a lovely scene and quite unfriends in a way, I think. Yeah. Um, Although I feel like you have seen this kind of scene with Phoebe and Joey before. Yeah, the pathos. Mm. And they're sort of the sweetness together. Mm. Because Joey was just in the shadows and he mm. comes out and he's obviously seen that last scene and Phoebe's really upset and Phoebe says, now's not the time, Joey, you can yell at me tomorrow. And I think it's just really sweet because mm. Joey goes, no, of course I'm not going to yell at you. And he said, I was thinking about you and David. And he's very empathetic, isn't he? He is, uh, yes. He said, I remember how bummed you were the first time you left. Oh no, and she's properly crying. And really, I mean, very good from Lisa Kudrow. I know. I just really, really feel for her. And then he, he hugs her. Oh, Phoebes, come here. Yeah, it's very sweet together. Yeah, one option we hadn't thought about. You could visit him. Yes. But Phoebe says, like they're going to give me a passport. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it'd have to be in July again. Yeah, exactly. She can't it's still the same that. issue. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can get a hop, you know. They could be halfway. Yeah, that's in true. In the UK. But yeah, they're not going to give her a passport for some reason. <laughs> All her crimes. Oh, and Joey says, oh, is there anything I can do? Well, now, what is, what is it? If you can achieve positronic distillation of subatomic particles before he does, before David does, then he can come back. And like how Joey is like, sort of resigned, oh. And they hug because it's like, oh, you're not going to do that. But then he says, and give it a shot. Oh, I love that. Um, storyline with Joey and Phoebe. Yeah, I just think that's such good acting there. And mm. like um, when Lisa Kudrow says, "Don't don't yell at me. Now's not the time." And Joey's like, "Obviously not." But now on to a lighter, sweeter note. <laughs> Thank you. Lovely, because it's about the cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, it's about the cheesecake, which is light and sweet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, should we do fashion first? Oh yeah, bit of fashion turns the left. Fashion. Turn to, to the, the right. 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 Some absolute fashion and classics in this one. There's a lot of fashion again. 
It's too much. Too much, yeah. I just had to pick out some highlights, really. Pick out some highlights. Shall we pick out the fact that Chandler was in a knitted waistcoat? Even in season seven. Yeah, no, late on. There was also a lot of Czech shirts happening. Czech was the pattern of the season. The look, yeah. Under Chandler's knitted waistcoat, he had a Czech shirt on. Mm, not Ross nice. had a Czech shirt on under a suede jacket. And with a tie. Was that the one where he had a tie as well? He thought, oh, that's Probably. really gross. Yeah. <laughs> gross. That's gross. <laughs> if we're seeing a knitted waistcoat, yeah. what are we also seeing? A hideous brown jacket! Of course we are. I mean, also, not just a hideous brown jacket, a hideous black leather jacket from Joey. A classic Joey. That's his classic mm. one of that black leather jacket. A sort of just dark suede, which is what it sort of looked like suede jacket from Ross earlier on. Yeah, I said suede. And then he was wearing his big brown, I mean, almost like velvet. Yeah. And it had a hood, he was wearing a hoodie underneath <laughs> it as well. Yeah. So the hood sort of poking out the back of this hideous brown jacket. Very gross. Now, Phoebe. Wow, some proper looks here from Phoebe. What a look early on. Pink, quite thin-knitted jumper. The, the type that she likes. Yeah. Quite close to the body, knitted jumper. Um, red necklace, um, red coat, sort of a red skirt but with sort of diamond patterns on. Yeah. Red tights and then sort of... Sort of brownie cowboy tan, boots. Tan, yeah. Sort of cowboy boots. A, a very Phoebe look. Yeah. Quite, quite unusual. And she was wearing something, um, another classic Phoebe look later on as well with a buttoned up cardi. Yeah. Which she loves. And, and a multicoloured skirt. Mm. That's atypical Phoebe. That's. Is atypical mean the opposite of typical? I think so, does it? That's typical Phoebe. <laughs> That's just typical Phoebe. Oh, Monica. In the wedding scenes, mm. well, she got a wedding dress on. Yeah. It did have a bit of a wedding dress it vibe. Did. It was it? more champagne coloured, yeah. but it was a lacy so it wasn't number. white, but it was the sort of a dress you'd wear, maybe an older divorcee would wear the second time uh, round. Right. Don't you think they yeah. haven't gone for white? Maybe she's doing that to annoy Cousin Fran even more. Maybe, potentially, <laughs> actually. Yeah, that's a good point. She's also wearing quite an unusual jumper as well, like a sort of light blue jumper, but it had a sort of silhouette of what oh, I think yes. was a woman with a Walking dog. Walking a dog, Walking yeah. A dog. Yeah, quite unusual for Monica. Yeah, I quite liked it. i tell you what else I liked. Mm. Joey's grey jumper. I knew you'd like that, yeah. Mm. Sort of ribbed grey. Now, like would we cotton. say, we've talked about this um, previously, is it a turtleneck? Now... Yes, is it? Because it doesn't. Fo- it's not a roll neck. No. It roll over. It's not a polar neck. Okay. Yes, I think it is a turtleneck. Rachel, first scene: black suit, white shirt, massive collar. A massive white shirt collar with a very nice long black jacket. I think that's mm, classic Rachel. Yes. A long, long black jacket or a long black cardi. Yeah, it looked like she'd been at work with that. Very stylish. Would you like to say a little note on her hair? Oh, yes, we've got short hair we've now. We've gone to the short hair look. Was this when she had, the previous had really long hair and then she cut it all off? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I really like it. Just, yeah, it does really suit her. fiddle with it more, though. Now. Yeah, I suppose it's sort of in your face a bit more, maybe. Yeah. When she's got that hair, you, oh, it makes me think of Tag. You know, Tag's yeah, not far away, storyline-wise. So you know. <laughs> and then that makes me sad. <laughs> 
för du fläcker till. <laughs> Back to your light and sweet bit. Oh yeah, it doesn't work now. <laughs> we've, all, we've all remembered it. Oh we've all kept yeah, it in our brains. Good, good. So yeah, we had that initial scene setting up this cheesecake. It's been delivered to the wrong address. Should have been to Mrs. Braverman. Chandler got it, opened it, ate it. So the next scene we see with this, guess what's happened? Another cheesecake's arrived. Not another cheesecake. They delivered it to the wrong address again. So Rachel just says, oh, I'll just take it downstairs. Yeah. What's the issue? Well, the issue is Chandler can't say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And Rachel's surprised by this because they ate an entire cheesecake two days ago and he still wants more. It is quite a lot of cheesecake to eat between two people, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite sickly, isn't it, cheesecake? Yeah, I'd imagine so. Although, well, not according to Rachel. She sort of, yeah, starts off by saying it's cheesecake's fine, but then she describes mm. it and slowly starts salivating. Had a buttery, crumbly graham cracker. Mm. Graham cracker. <laughs> I think you'll find it's graham cracker. And what, what is, is a graham cracker? Yeah, what is that? I, well, a cracker to me is a cracker. But... I know, I was sort of thinking of a Ritz. Yeah. Which you shouldn't really be making your base out of that, should no. you? No. Is it more like a digestive? Well, ours was made out of digestive, isn't it? If we made a cheesecake. Oh, yeah. Sweet flavoured cracker made from graham flour. Graham, I would say. Graham flour. Usually honey or cinnamon flavoured. Honey flavoured. Hmm. Sweet. Sweet. I mean, they look a bit like... I suppose they do look a bit like a... I don't know. Oh, quite crackery. Yeah. Shape of a cracker. Yeah, it's weird how some things just we've never like that's never made it over here. Ah, uh, so people have asked top one thing. People ask, what is the UK equivalent of a graham, graham cracker? Digestive biscuit. Oh right, okay. Well, it doesn't look like that. <laughs> um, the people say people who make cheesecake say actually, here's a tip. Yeah. Use hobnobs instead of <gasps> digestives. Interesting. Why? I guess it's more of sort taste. of oaty flavour. Uh, right, isn't it? just tastes better. Mm. And, yeah, sort of better texture as well, yeah. I imagine. And, yeah, while she's describing it, she says, my whole mouth just filled with saliva. That's <laughs> <laughs> quite a good description, because you know when yeah. your mouth starts mm. watering, it does suddenly happen, doesn't it? Yeah, very rich yet light. Mm. Okay, so it sounds unlikely. It sounds like two different things to me, but whatever. Chandler says it's just because they haven't had lunch. Yeah. So they're just fantasising over because of that. Yeah. So they'll go out for lunch. Now this is, uh, well, we haven't really said, but yeah, Rachel and Chandler, we always say is quite an unusual pairing, yes. isn't it? Yes. You don't get very many storylines where it's just the two of them. So this is one of the reasons why this episode stands out a little bit, doesn't it? And I think that's why I like it. Because, mm. yeah, I do like this pairing together. And I can't really imagine them hanging out. Alone no. together. No, so they go for lunch together. Yeah. What, what are they talking about? Exactly. Monica, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, so they decide to go out for lunch. And Rachel says, we'll drop it off downstairs, the mm. cheesecake, so they're not tempted. Oh, that's where we hear it's... Um, and Charlie says, uh, where do you want to go for lunch? And Rachel says, Mama's Little Bakery, Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> that's a long way to go for lunch. <laughs> also, a long way to send a... Cheesecake. Yeah, no. Yeah. Surely this one's in New York that can that do cheesecake. You would have thought so. I mean, is that travelling well? 
Yeah, how are they protecting that cheesecake? I mean, as soon as... Because it, when he opens the box, the cheesecake's right there. So, you know, if you lifted the box yeah. up like that, it's hitting the roof of the box. Or on the... I mean, how are they... Road? I mean, how are you delivering that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, road, I suppose. If you went over a bump, smack into the ceiling of the box. And then next scene, we see them returning from, from lunch. Yes. Chandler thanks Rachel for lunch. <laughs> Rachel says, "Why are you thanking me? I thought you paid." So it turns out they don't—they don't pay for food anymore. But as they're sort of saying that, they come into the apartment building. Yeah, Rachel says, "It's still here. The so cheesecake hasn't moved. They just left it by the door rather than knocking and saying, by the way, here's your cheesecake.'" I guess so because if you knocked and said, "Here's your cheesecake," she's going to be suspicious that uh, about yeah. what happened to the other well, one. Yeah. That's weird. The other one went missing as well. That's yeah. true. Maybe they want to remain anonymous. Mm. So they conclude from this, Mrs. Braverman must be out. Mm. Um, and could be out of town. Could be gone for months. <laughs> no. <laughs> she doesn't want to come back to a, an old cheesecake, does she? No, not bad cheesecake. It could kill her, <laughs> Rachel says. We don't want that. So they decide by taking it, they'd be protecting her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is really funny because um, <laughs> Rachel says, but we should move quick. Charles says, why? And Rachel says, because I think I just heard, heard of moving round in there. <laughs> That's a great joke. It's really good. There's been ages sort of discussing the fact that, you know, <laughs> they're doing this to save her. Nah, she's in there. But they grab the cheesecake and go. Go, go, go. And the next scene, they're eat, eating, the, eating the cheesecake in um, Joey and Rachel's apartment. Joey comes in. Says what we having? Oh yes, classic technique by Rachel. She doesn't want to share it with Joey as well, so she says it's tofu cake. Brilliant. Which I feel like would work on our dad. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, you, it works well because you c- can imagine Joey like yeah you know, completely put off by that. And then the next scene, we see Chandler coming into Rachel's apartment again. Rachel and Joey's apartment. Rachel's eating a cheesecake without him. <gasps> well, no, she's claimed she's not. But she's clearly got a mouthful of something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a good bit where Charlie says, I'll give you $100 if you can whistle right now. <laughs> Rachel sort of tries and sort of little bits of cheesecake fly out of her mouth. <laughs> but they can't tell anyone because they're outside the law. They're dessert stealers. I know. What, you know, yeah. Who's he going to tell? They've got to, uh, they've got to keep it between the two of them. But Chandler claims he, he got it first, so he grabs it and runs back into his apartment. <laughs> she follows. So they decide they're going to split it. Yeah. That's the fairest thing to do. Which they should have done straight away. Yeah, to be honest. Half and half. But Chandler says that that's not fair because she's already had some. Oh, yeah. And this again, Rachel blackmailing him. Yeah. Said, well, I think Monica would be very interested to know that you called her cheesecake dry and mealy. <laughs> I don't really know what mealy is. Mealy, yeah, mealy. So, yeah, that wins Chandler over. What do we use to split it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, they pick up better half. Chandler taking ages to decide. Yeah. So, again, oh, this one's bigger, but it's got more crust. <laughs> this is classic um, kids, two kids together, yes. isn't it? Where you, uh, yeah, you spend ages trying to measure it <laughs> and see which one's bigger. But they say what you should do is one one cuts it. The other one chooses. Well, this is what happens, isn't it? Because Rachel did cut it. Mm. Chandler picks. But he's just taking ages to decide. I mean, always just go for the bigger one. Who cares if it's got more crust? 
Well, it depends if you like more crust. Mm. Like if you like, like did an apple crumble, and there was like a large portion that was mostly fruit, but a small portion that was mostly crumble. I'm having the small mm-hmm. portion that's mostly crumble. Yes, we know you. <laughs> um, but Rachel says just pick a piece, so he picks one. <laughs> Rachel says that's also the smaller piece. <laughs> yeah, she's very happy. They're like they uh, just like, they are just like two little kids together. <laughs> yeah. And then she does this big speech where she gives him his half. It says, no sharing, no switching. Don't come crying to me if you eat your piece too fast. She goes out the door of the apartment, in the hallway, immediately drops it. Drops it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sort of just sort of flo- throws it into the middle of the I know. Hall. Chandler comes out with his piece. Mm. And like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's not a really funny noise. Uh, Rachel straight away why well, you gotta give me some of your piece after that speech <laughs> I know oh. so Chandler repeats the speech back to her yes he is gloating if ever I want to use the phrase hoist on your own petard this is it well Rachel gets her own back and this again classic kids yes as Chandler's doing the speech he foolishly is holding out his plate <laughs> I know and Rachel knocks it out of his hand onto the floor if I can't have it you're not oh. gonna have it Mm, and he's still got a forkful. So then he, he both sort of rushed for his forkful. So the final scene... Oh, I love this scene. ...is them in the hallway, both sat on the floor. Well, it's, it's, it's good because sort of, yeah, Rachel's kind of on her knees, isn't she? Yeah. And ex- they're sort of examining the cheesecake to see if they can have a piece... Well, I like Rachel's thing... A piece that doesn't have floor on it. <laughs> no, really good. Kind of like that expression. Not like, oh, it's got dust on our hair or anything. This is a piece that hasn't got floor on it. Floor on it. Yeah, they've both got um, sort of forks, like, looking, like trying to find little bits and pieces they can have. <laughs> but they're still um, arguing like children. Yeah. Stick to your side. <laughs> but then um, round the corner oh. comes Joey. And they look really embarrassed. And, yeah. Oh no, what's he going to say? And he looks down at them, not saying anything. And then, so yeah, a really long time. Then he crouches down, reaches into his pocket, gets a fork out. <laughs> what are we having? All right, what are we having? Starts digging in. He's not worried about floor. <laughs> it's really, really very good. good. Very clever. And yeah, to the fact that he's got a fork with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course he has. So that is the end of, of the cheesecakes. Have you got any final bits that you would like to bring to the floor? To our attention. I think we went through all the best bits. Um, I think so. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, I just love that last scene we talked about. Really funny. Mm. A really good ending to that storyline. It's I a know. very neat storyline that's ended beautifully. And love the in the last scene with Phoebe and Joey. So sweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really like that bit where um Phoebe sort of saying David's name over and over again. Yeah. And then saying, oh, we say someone's name enough, they turn around. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Rossitron. Rossitron. The Rossitron. <laughs> and everyone's annoyance at Rossitron. Then, yeah, there's one bit that we missed. A reference I don't get, a reference I don't get. Oh, yes. Or the, well, actually, the, the more commonly spotted person I don't know, person I don't know. Yes. So there's a scene in uh, Central Perk where Monica and Joey, and Joey's reading a newspaper, and he says, oh, Mel... Torme? Mel Torme died? Mm. Don't know. Don't, don't know, know that who person. that is. Oh, yeah. And then he says, um, yeah, so Monica says, oh, that paper's like a year old. Yeah. 
And then he says, does that mean the Sam Goody sale is over? Yeah. Also, I don't know what Sam Goody is. Presumably a department store or something. Oh, uh, you I think? Yeah. Sam Goody. I mean, that's a weird name, isn't it? That's sort of one of those ones where you feel like, yeah, you're sort of a quick topical joke they've thrown in. Yes. Oh, yeah, we sort of said they do more of those than the early ones, don't they? Yeah. There's and very that's... few references, well, sort of, yeah, references, older references or contemporary references at the time mm. in the later ones, I think. And as I said before, it's often Chandler mm. who used to do those. Yeah. Uh, music and entertainment retailer. Oh, and United Kingdom. Sam Goody. Yeah. Oh, right. Have we found out who Mel Torme is? No. So, oh, American musician. Nicknamed the Velvet Frog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Velvet Fog. <laughs> that makes more sense. Oh, no. The Velvet Frog's better. <laughs> Does it make more sense? What does the Velvet Fog mean, even, actually? No. What his voice sounded like? Velvet Fog, maybe? <laughs> he died in oh. 1999, so, yeah. Uh, that looks like a toupee. Don't slander the man. He can. He's dead. It doesn't matter. Ah, good. <laughs> Cause of death. Oh, stroke. He was one of the most accomplished and versatile pop and jazz singers. So oh, never heard of him. Sorry, Mel. Right. Would you like to state your best friend? <gasps> da, 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 da. Mm. This is tough. This, this is, is tough. tough. I think once again, this is a great showing from For all everyone. the friends. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, absolutely. I. Let's, let's, let's just take us through it. Ross. The Rossitron. Rossitron. He is good in this, but it is mainly the Rossitron. Yeah. It's not, it's not got many of the classic Rosses. No. The broad back bit is funny, but there isn't loads from Ross. No. Monica is good in this. I think she's got some good lines, particularly uh, I like her annoyance with Franny. Yeah. And that scene where she's interrogating the yeah. guests. <laughs> It feels very Monica. You're all right. <laughs> but maybe not enough. Mm. Yeah, I just don't think she's quite in it enough. Mm. Chandler and Rachel, the main storyline in this. Mm. Yeah, I really love them. Really funny together. I say one of the reasons I do like this is that, couple, that unusual coupling. Yeah. We see with them. But... Uh, there is some funny bits with them, but I don't know, again, whether it's enough, really, mm. for me. I feel like I can't really separate them. It's that yes, sort of thing of because true. they're together and they're both funny, it, it would feel wrong to give one over the other. Mm. I think Rachel might just edge it. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm actually now tossing up between Phoebe and joey in this yeah and i think i'm gonna give it to joey oh that's nice i think he's got some funny lines i love his exasperation at the um rosatron coming back yeah and i just love him with phoebe in this that last scene and hear the sweetness of him there and then the funniness of him with that end scene with the cheesecake yeah <laughs> getting out a spoon and that really good like looking like he's really judging them but he's actually just assessing the situation so he can get out <laughs> what are we having uh yeah i just really like him in this yeah and the fact that he'd all he'd been thinking about phoebe you know and after he'd left yeah he wasn't stewing on how annoyed he was about the situation he was mm. thinking about her and 
realised how sad she'd be. They went to find her. Yeah, I love, oh yeah, I love him in this. Yes, it's Joey. It's Joey. The lesser spotted Joey best mm. friend. I'm going to also go Joey. I nearly went Phoebe um, because I just think that scene with her crying, Lisa Kudrow's mm. so good in that. Yeah. But I don't think she has enough of the funnier Phoebe lines that we've seen in previous ones. A few good bits and pieces, but yeah, um, I think you're right. Joey's got that tenderness. Um, not is not dumb Joey. No, which is which we don't like. Points. And you're right. That last scene, um, that you know, he wins it just on that. Yeah, and, and he's very funny in that scene where he's trying to stall for time yeah. with Phoebe as well. Yeah, and already sort of winding her up <laughs> and knows what he's doing. Yeah, and how annoyed he is. Mm. Um, yeah. So well done, Joey. So this was your episode. You chose it. Are you happy with your choice? And would you like to sort of give a summary and um, possibly how many coffee cups you might want to give it? Mm, A squat of coffee cups. I am very pleased with this choice. Actually, I had remembered the cheesecake storyline first and foremost because it's in the name. Yeah. And that's why I like this episode. But actually, I'd sort of forgotten how good the other storylines are. And I don't think there's any dud bits in this, really. No. Not any annoying subseas. In fact, a subsea, apart from Aunt Millie, who's barely in it, <laughs> um, a subsea we really like in David. Yeah. And I think we were laughing quite a lot out loud on this one. No, we weren't, perhaps... we weren't even drunk this time. No. <laughs> Stone cold sober. <laughs> and perhaps more than I was expecting us to laugh, actually. So, with that in mind, what am I going score it i'm gonna give it a very solid 4.5 very good very good yes i agree i actually was a bit worried when it started and i sort of thought i think it's going to be one of those ones where we know what happens mm. with the cheesecake storyline we're not going to find it funny but actually we did find it yeah funny. i think it's just they act it so well and i knew we knew the thing with joey was coming but it still made us laugh yes i think you're right yeah the acting's so good that even when you're watching it and you know it's still good and um yeah i think i thought that i'd like the storyline first time around but hadn't liked it subsequently but actually i did really enjoy it and you're right the other storylines are great as well um particularly the um joey and phoebe one and David being it, it bumps it up by 0.5 anyway, I think. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I also am going to say 4.5 coffee cups. A very solid score. So thank you for your season seven highlight. Thank, thank me. Yes, thank me. It's my turn next time. And from what you said, it's going to be quite hard for me to pick. <laughs> but before we go, you've probably forgotten all about this. <gasps> I have as well. Remind us. Who recommends to Ross that he should start his guest university lecture off with a joke? Who are you going to say? I can sort of remember this. I'm trying to think who's most likely to say it. Maybe Joey? Did you get it at home? The answer is... Who's more likely to do jokes? Chandler. It's Chandler. Oh, I thought Chandler would say, would think that um, Ross isn't funny enough. Yeah, I would have gone for Joey as well. Mm. So join us next time for season seven and another trivia pursuit question. Ooh, we like this new feature. <laughs> new feature, new feature, new feature. By we, we mean you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Or royal we. In the meantime, you can catch us on the socials at pod underscore friends on Instagram and on Twitter. You could buy us a coffee in Central Perk at ko-fi.com forward slash pod underscore friends. And then we'll see you next time for my season seven highlight. Bye.